Welcome into the I-80 Club Wednesday night. In the club. In the club. Sorry. There we go. I always I wait for you, were, you to I didn't know it was a call and answer. Do I do that all I mean, the time? It has been. It has Sorry, been. Sorry, I was looking at the levels very closely, and you, oh, okay. I wasn't ready for it. And but. as we know in the club, Jack Mitchell and multitasking, they do not go well together. Absolutely. They do. They do not go well together. Well, uh, Josh sorry. Peterson, Jack Mitchell, if you're listening live, you're a patron. If you're listening before Saturday morning when this posts, you're also a patron. If you're listening after that, you might not be a patron, but we would appreciate it if you became one because, well, tell them, Jack, what kind of fun stuff do they get if they become a patron for just $3 a month? If you become a patron for $3 a month, the <clears throat> the biggest thing that you get is uh, the access to all of the podcasts, everything that we record. You get access to immediately uh, when it becomes available, and in most cases, it becomes available immediately after we finish or a few minutes after we finish. So you get that uh, in for the three dollar tier. You can also get access to uh, our Discord chat channels, which is kind of like uh, a combo between um, you know old school message boards and Twitter and the future. Uh, I would oh, say, nice. or in like or in like a community type hangout it's better than all those things um and then if you go up to the five dollar spot you can add in a couple other things including being able to be a part of our live shows when we uh this show that we recorded there's a live uh discord audience with us right now and you can be a part of those every time we do them and you don't have to wait for the podcast if you don't want to you can also be a part of our watch parties which are going to get going in the fall when we watch football games together um we may who knows we may do some in the summer too if there's something that necessitates it but you get all of the live content that goes along in the five dollar tier so um yeah those are those are a couple of options for you right now and we would love for you to be a part of it and we are keeping consistent content going every week during the summer with a variety of things from interviews with uh mainly people in the media uh to uh, doing some be kind huskery ones where we watch old games together to just discussing things when there are news, and there's actually a weird amount of news for a midweek in late May yes. this week. Yeah. So that's what we're doing yeah. tonight. Uh, by the way, we have John Bishop booked for next week. He'll be joining us. Yes. Uh, in reaction when I told him the way that we would do so, he cackled at us, so he's a jerk. Uh, also, Nick Ba will join us sometime in July. Ooh, we have not big announcement. Yeah, you haven't announced that publicly Bob. anywhere, have you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, my bad. I should have. I should have had a little wind up to it. But yeah, Nick burr, will join burr, us. Burr, That'll burr. be so much fun. I can't wait to talk to Nick and ask him like, what do you miss about doing radio, and what don't you miss about doing radio? Like in terms of doing radio versus podcasts. I imagine most things that he'll say of not missing will be like everything. But I'm guessing there's a couple things that he misses about doing a day to day show. So, uh, so yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have Nick on. Gino, by the way, Jack says, don't be cheap. Live tier is where you need to be. And then Josh says, people who aren't patrons really need to rethink their lives. Yes. So I appreciate the support oh. from both of them. And Ahead asked if John knows get, get, knows how to get into Discord. This is where we're, we're going to try. <clears throat> we're kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, geez. Uh, we're going to kind of use sort of a uh, John as a, uh, you know, a lab rat here. And we're going nice. to basically try to do a non-Discord live interview, meaning the way that we're going to do it is through StreamYard. If you've ever watched Josh's show on YouTube, that's what they use. Yeah. And so I think we'll probably export it out to YouTube, but we will share our screen or ask screen with YouTube into the Discord, and the Discord is really where, and then Josh and I will still be watching 
we won't do anything different, right? We'll just be correct. We'll we'll just be watching and listening. I mean, not listening, but just watching the chat and the Discord the entire time. Yeah, basically, it, um, it, we we discussed in our boardroom meeting the other night a a kind of a necessity to make sure that it gets off without any issues, interviews moving forward. Because as as Gino says, get him the Schaefer setup, like. We, we all know that is now becoming, I feel like the Schaefer interview is a part of the lore now of the I-80 club. Um, even Dirk had issues. Stibbs even had issues. And Stibbs is my age. So, like, if Stibbs is having issues with Discord, you know, we just want to make it as easy as possible. John is almost 100, so we have to do whatever we can to make sure that he gets get in there. So, it will it will be the, the way in which you watch it will and listen to it will be slightly different. Everything else is going to be the exact same, though, in terms of how we communicate with you guys. So, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun because we can just do story time. Story time of you guys and story time of John getting banned from doing Husker Sports on Husker, on the Husker Sports Network. It should be a lovely evening. Lovely evening. Oh, nice. Jacob's watching from the Charles Schwab Field Press Box, which is Hello. funny. I'm watching that. that game. I turned that game on my TV behind me. So... I'm watching that game probably slightly delayed from where you are. So it's like vice nice. versa. That's nice. cool. All right. Good, Jacob. Uh, one to zero Michigan, by the way, over Illinois okay. right now, if anybody isn't watching. Bottom of three in an elimination game <clears throat> in uh, in Omaha right now at Charles Schwab Field. So there we go. Uh, let's uh, let's just, uh, while we are, uh, sp- spoiler alert, about to be more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know. Nice. Good to know. Hey, Johnny, I bet nice. this is a hit right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, let, since we're talking about baseball right now, just real quick, we can uh, mention Nebraska baseball. Got a victory today. Holy cow. Oh, is that gone? Oh, geez. All right. That was a homer. Nice. Don't see too many homers in TD Ameritrade, but it looks like it was there. Um, or there's some, yeah, homer. Uh, Nebraska got a win today at uh, in the Big Ten Tournament. Uh, in a wacky and wild and long and walk-filled game, Josh, did you see? Did you have it on the uh, monitor while oh, you were doing yeah. your show today? Oh yeah, man, we had it on the whole time. We Good. had it on the whole uh, the whole day, and it 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 was so funny. So when we brought Schaefer on, Nebraska was up three nothing, and Schaefer said that Nebraska will give up the lead and then they'll retake the lead and then might give up the lead again. And he was basically <laughs> right. That was uh, clairvoyant. That was one of the uglier baseball games that we have ever watched live in studio, given. The number of walks and the number of uh, batters that were hit by pitch. Um, but, hey, the Skurs get the victory, and they move on to tomorrow night. So, uh, you know, GBR and such. Yep, good to see. Uh, postseason winless streak is is over. Was uh, yeah, This is a great time to mention I see Stumanji's in here tonight. Oh, God. That, uh, sweet, that yeah. thing that you posted from Stumanji about baseball. But this goes to my continued theories about how bad those three sports have been and I've done. You know, I did my 28 happiest moments over the last eight years for those three sports. Uh, yeah, that's and, not, it's uh, not a good list. I mean, it's we, not much, I mean, but... You have, to, you have to get pretty low on some of the, the things. But, but Sumanji had put all of the postseason games that Nebraska men's basketball, football, and baseball had played in Nebraska... Uh, in I don't know what the time was. Did you did you you were did you or Bishop tweet this out? You know what I'm talking about, right, Josh? Yeah, uh, we I think we both did. Okay. I think we both did. Okay, here it is. Stumanji just posted it up in the chat. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. It's Stumanji. not great. Uh, Big Ten's Big Three Sports postseason records since June sixth uh, or no since. So how far back does this go? Uh, this is since 2021. So when they beat. 
Who'd they beat? Arkansas before they lost to Arkansas. Oh, the since next the day? Arkansas game, got it. Got since it. the Arkansas okay. win, yeah. So Which to, isn't that the craziest part of this stat, Jack? That they have only played in until today. They played in two postseason games. So in the last couple of years, and they are both Big Ten basketball tournament games, correct? Until today, I, I would assume wow. until today, that's what yeah. the two losses are. The t- the two last Big Ten basketball tournaments. So, yeah, that's uh, the Minnesota game. Oh god, that was terrible. The Minnesota game, and then uh, what, what? 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 In the Northwestern Big Ten tournament last year, right? Those would be, that would be both of them. That's wow. that's the zero and two. In that same time, Wisconsin is ten and six in postseason games. Penn State is, uh, or no, excuse me, six and four. Penn State is eight and six. Ohio State is five and four. Michigan is eleven and nine. Twenty postseason games in those yeah, three season, sports. Th- th- again, look at how little of a time period that is. It's That's not that many years. We do, two years. I know we do talk about it a lot, but we don't talk in, enough still about with these three sports how horrendous it has been for. We're getting to the point where it's a decade. We really yeah. are getting to the point where it's a full decade. I mean, Jack, I, I I said it in just a couple of minutes ago, but like when you're putting together these lists of like the pos- the the best moments of Husker fandom of the last decade in the men's sports, I mean, it's it gets bleak, you know. I mean, I feel like one having a couple of the things on your list, they're not even like on the field related; they're like off the field things. Or am I just misremembering? <laughs> Have we just made so many jokes? No. Now I don't know where the jokes begin and the realistic, you know, uh, lists be you know finish up but it just it seems like sometimes it's like oh you know they took the lead in the second quarter one time that was pretty fun yeah i uh i mean mean, you there's i did a thing where it was actual games i did this for your show this was a while back but i did i for some reason i used i can't remember the line that i the date that i basically used for this i think it was sometime in 2015 there was some arbitrary reason we picked that date but once you get past 2014 when you get past that basketball season, you lose a bunch. You lose a bunch of the joy, and we're getting up to that point. Next year will be ten yeah. years yeah, of that, that's, and mean, so you. That's, try, that's about it. That was. I mean, that was a big chunk of whatever joy football, there was. Right. It's the beginning of the change in football. Obviously, that's you know Nebraska basketball making their run, and and, and dare I say, Jack, like. That kind of is is right as baseball really kind of drops off into the level that they've been at, which is postseason play one year and then like completely falling on their face the next. I mean, even even when they made was it 2018 or 2019 when Nebraska made the tournament and they had that great win and they go in there playing Oklahoma State and they blow it late and then they get murdered by UConn like 12 hours yes. later. You know, like uh, so like yeah, it's just that must it's been, been this vicious cycle. 18, was 19, I think. It, was it 19? Okay. God, but I know. So yeah, I remember. That dude That dude hit that home run that still hasn't landed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still floating out there somewhere in the ether. That was, it was crazy. And, yeah, Josh says, worst men's Power 5 program in the past decade. Still enough interest to have multiple fan sites, podcasts, and 50 local media practice. It's remarkable. It's yeah. he's exactly here, here right. You and I are doing a podcast about we're, this garbage program, and yeah, and no, and it's not just one of the three programs; it's all three. It yeah. is all three, and like, and the 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 success is so modest that you take the dumbest stuff in that like a Nebraska football team that fired their coach the next day and didn't go to a bowl beating Iowa is one of the 
oh, I don't know, five to seven best moments in about eight years. Wow. Probably. I don't know. Not I, great. I mean, I gotta I gotta pull up that list I have, but I'd probably put it in there. Like the Creighton basketball victory of a team that didn't go to the NCAA tournament last year is is probably in the top five, I assume. Of an entire of of what will be once you get past twenty fourteen, it'll be a decade. Once yeah. you get that basketball outside of so like once you hit twenty uh, like mid of like uh April of twenty twenty four. We'll be talking about a decade of complete, of complete shit. Hell, Jack. They start the they start the following season in football. They're I think eight and one going into the Wisconsin game. They're a top fifteen ish team. They're in the first ever. They're in the first ever college football playoff rankings, and they're up what seventeen to three on Wisconsin. Yep. And then a guy sets the record for most rushing yards ever in a game, and basically does it in three quarters. Yeah. And ever since then, life has been hell. Yep, it's been a bad time. Yeah, and yet, and yet, still, there is this much. There is still this much. <laughs> How do we do this? How do we do this? In, oh, in even in baseball, there were Josh. There were like eight thousand people at the game today in Omaha on a two o'clock on a on a Tuesday. I'm very curious to see what the what the attendance looks like tomorrow because it's now they're be one and zero. It's gonna you know, be and. I wouldn't go that far, but it, I, I bet there. I mean, there are going to be more people than there were today because it's a night game tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be. You know? I mean, packed. You're right. Packed is an exaggeration, but yeah. I mean, if they had, they they this was based on estimates. I think they'll probably release it later tonight. But the estimates were between like six and eight thousand people. But were they really? Wow, I did a horrible job because I thought I said on the air I thought it was like four or five thousand. Well, and and it, I it didn't th- look like this that, is though. what I heard the radio guy say. So you might they might have been oh, okay, yeah, okay, red yeah, color glasses yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for sure, for sure. but still, if you're getting five digits, right at that at that yeah. game, if you're getting ten thousand maybe tomorrow night, which I would think you might, with it mm-hmm. being beautiful weather, probably with it being a, an actual night game. I right? was going to say they won. You know, like that's the big the first part of all of this, or the biggest hurdle rather to overcome. Anytime they're playing in Omaha, because they've 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 played in Omaha, and I think they. One of the years they went through the losers bracket and made it all the way to the Big Ten title game. But a lot of the time they start and they lose. And it just puts them behind everything because then they're playing another day game and, you know, the, the fans aren't going to be able to attend as, as well as they would otherwise, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that right now they're in the winner's bracket, you know, that's nice because it's now a night game tomorrow. And and like you said, the weather's going to be really great. Josh says, what would title game attendance look like? So I was at, I don't know the number, but I was at the, the Ohio State. The 2014 S- game? No, I was at the 20, was it 19? 20, the Ohio State championship game. Okay. Um, that Nebraska was in. And they lost. Uh, Adrian Martinez was sitting a few rows ahead of me. Um, oh, that one. Yeah. yeah okay. he, he was at that one. Uh, I don't know what the attendance was, but it was, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't college world series packed but it wasn't like it i mean the whole the outfield wasn't packed but the it felt like it was completely packed in the infield lower level so i don't know what the I numbers was, were i was at the 20 okay here it is no, it was i was Adrian. at the 2014 one when they played oh, yeah. okay, number 8 indiana and Kyle Schwarber yes, Schwarber i remember watching i watched that one on tv and indiana that wore one had almost 20,000 20, people were at that game I'm, I was there. They opened up the outfield because okay, did too they? many people were showing up. Yeah, so like that, I think is the gold standard 
in the Big Ten in the in the Big Ten era. I don't think they got to that number in the one that you're talking about. Oh my um, gosh. Jacob's yeah, got so that, much so good that, stuff like, on here. You want to talk about them making a run to the final. Like that's theoretically what we're talking about. Though that said, Jack, the twenty fourteen team and maybe this is revisionist history. I felt like the fans were more excited about them overall in general that year going into the postseason than this year's group, whereas this year's group has felt a little inconsistent, yeah. and there's been obviously some frustration. Well, and even in that game that I went to, you knew they were still making the NCAA tournament after it, too. Yes, um, yes, good point. Which this yeah, year sure. they're not. This is this is everything. But if they would get to the championship, listen, if they get the championship and the weather's nice, and if it's Nebraska-Iowa in the championship, which is definitely in play if Nebraska would make it there. Um, that get if if it's Nebraska Iowa, they might break both of those. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. Because like Iowa, one time, you know, when they made the final, they had a lot of fans there, and so yeah, if if, if they were both there at the same time, yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty solid. That'd be fun. Nebraska, I'm not I'm definitely not counting my chickens on that one after today and how many, how much pitching they went through. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I think Nebraska, if if they can stay out of the loop, if they can somehow pull that off tomorrow, it gets really interesting. Um, and just yeah, outslug yeah, Maryland. Even if, you gotta, even if you got to go through a bunch of pitching again tomorrow and win 11 to 9 or something, so be it. If you can do that, things get really interesting uh, with this whole thing. So that's, that's kind of what I think. But I love, you know what, Josh, I'm not... Uh, uh, d- despite what you guys said today, I don't. I'm not like a super fan when it comes to Nebraska baseball. But I, I didn't mean to trigger you. I apologize. I was. I, I just. I don't mind you guys picking on me, but I didn't like that. Seemed like a like a not accurate one. But nonetheless, um, I really. I just like college baseball's postseason, and I especially mean the NCAA tournament. But like even tonight, like I, I was. I, I guess there's really nothing else on, but I was really excited to see hockey. Like, what do you mean, Carolina? And oh, Florida is there? Game see, four? there's no way I'm watching that compared to this. I'd <laughs> yeah, much well, rather Florida's up three nothing in the. Uh, series, Are they? So I, I really like, and I really like next weekend. I really like. I I am just. It's a good. Are you one of the guys? Product. You like the? Uh, you do you turn into the bases loaded or whatever? hundred percent. I love zone. that. I love it, and I don't have a rooting interest in any of it because this was even years that Nebraska hasn't been in it. But I just I really like that. Um, and I think college baseball, and I'm, and there is no chance I'm watching a regular season college baseball game. I barely watch like a Nebraska regular season game, but especially not if someday I don't care about. So that's, um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. I just, I, I don't know. I just think the postseason is really good in this in this tournament. And then, what and, is is it? Is it the double elimination? Like, is it just like the effort level? Like, what? Because I I I always feel jealous at this time of year. Because I am unable to get into it anywhere near the levels that a lot of people in my life are, and I, you know, uh, my guess is a lot of it just comes down to you like baseball more than I do in general. That, that's part so of it, but I like I like it. There. I like the early rounds much like the NCAA basketball tournament. I like the early rounds better than the College World Series, to be honest. Um, yeah. Just just that you're bouncing around, just that there are so many freaking crazy games. Is yeah, there is part a lot of, of ridiculous. There's always there's always a game that's fourteen to twelve. Um, there, and then all of the different campus stadiums and the, like, I mean, that Arkansas, that atmosphere, that Arkansas stadium was just insane. Uh, and there, there's a bunch of those different parts of the country. Um, and then just kind of going, going back and forth throughout the course of the day. I really, I don't know. I really dig that for whatever reason. Yeah. We should, uh, I should fill out a bracket. That might be fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, But I want to go up. Did you see, uh, uh, up there? The comment that uh, Jacob had that one of the Big Ten media guys were 
the media relations guys was uh, came up. Let's see. Came up here Commenting last on night. The number of Husker people yeah, that were there. About how many Huskies? Like, how is there a Husker mask? Husker Illustrated, Husker Online, and then like five more after that. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. It is always yeah. nuts how we, you know, our media contingent just continues to surprise. Like, hey, hey, there's a lot of people from Nebraska. And again, it just gets to our initial thing. It's like, can you imagine if not, let alone all three of them, but like one or two of them? Were well, so, yeah, this goes back to what we successful. talked about with Dirk a few weeks ago, dude. Just was like, what would it mean if they actually broke through? You know, yeah, this place would lose their minds. I mean, I can't, I don't even know. It does go back to what we talked with Dirk about because I don't even know what it would. It's been so long since that happened. The world has changed so much, the media has changed, fandom has changed so much. I can't even imagine what it would look like or feel like. Yeah, the 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 way in which we take in our sports today versus when they were last good. Um, in any of the, I mean, pick any of the sports, but like when, when those sports were at their peak, ba- I mean, basketball hasn't been at their peak like that. I mean, really since the nineties, early two thousands football, we know the story baseball. It's been a while. And so it's a, it, imagining it, them anywhere near that level. I mean, we not to go back to football again, but like every time we talk about it with them, like the bar is lowered so much where we're like, man, imagine what this place would be like if they went like 10 and two. Like we would lose our minds yeah. if they were a ten and two football team, yeah. where they were winning. They're winning, you know what? Four, five games for every loss. Oh my gosh, it'd be so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. That probably gets to oh, Sumanji. This is good. I've been compiling the numbers about all Big Ten men's three, uh, men's uh, Big Ten men's three sports since Nebraska in the Big Ten. I know we've been bad, but Nebraska's only one game over five hundred since football since twenty eleven. One game, wow. seventy three and seventy two since twenty eleven. Worth, worse than Northwestern in that time. See, and I so, yeah, that's you what Jack, you're... Nebraska's not very good. I try to tell you. When we had Johnny on last week, that's basically when he started becoming, you know, kind of aware of those games. So he's been cheering for a right at 500 football team um, during that fun. time. What a fun what a fun time. Yeah. what? Uh, and, really I know you time. said you had sort of a, a big picture question and you said it related to what talk to yes. Dirk and Johnny so it feels like I don't know what it is but it feels like this has to be setting it up yes. doesn't it it feels if Jack it, it honestly it's like you set this up perfectly for me and and so we have been talking about this a lot and I kind of asked this of Dirk a you know in a different way a few weeks ago uh we talked about it a little bit with like simple today it's just it's been on my mind so much art like do you like where sports are going right now are you worried about the future of sports? And and I, I ask this in good faith because I do not find myself in the same mindset that so many of my contemporaries do in the business, where they are like, I don't I don't like college football anymore. I don't I don't like this. Like I don't give a shit about name image likeness. That does not bother me. One iota transfers. I don't like all of that stuff. Props to the players. They they have they have been stepped on for years. I'm happy that they have power. Let them have power. But I will I will admit to this, my interest level in college basketball has never been lower. My interest level in college baseball has never been lower. My interest level in college football is always the same. I still love it. But I just, I don't know, it's, I, I'm sensing so much angst. And I don't feel like you and I in the club, I'd love to hear from the listeners how, how they feel. Do you, are you worried about where this thing is going? Because it, it does seem like for so many... They're kind of teetering. Their fandom in just sports in general is teetering a little mm. bit. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I would say my uh, just sort of, but your fandom in college football hasn't 
you're telling me your fandom in college football hasn't changed, but the other two college sports at least has. Is that what I'm hearing yeah, you say? Like, yeah. So, like, let's. I always imagine this question because John and I were talking about it a little bit off the air today. All right. So tomorrow, I'm suddenly not living in Nebraska anymore. I'm not covering them, and you know, forget about like mm-hmm. if if I am or am not in the industry. And I think of okay, how would that change how I am taking in my sports? Um, how I watch Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, none of that would change. Not a second. I would, I, you know, I would do the same thing I've been doing for years. College football. I feel like I'd be the same. I'd be the exact same because I love, I love college football. I love my Saturdays. Hell, if anything, Jack, I might get to watch more because I wouldn't have to do bigger and overreaction. I, I feel like if I wasn't around here anymore, I think I would be done with college basketball forever. And wow. I would tune in. I would watch some March Madness. You know, but this year even I found myself like I was at a wedding in South Carolina and, you know, we were super busy Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Didn't get to watch as much. It did not ruin my weekend. Didn't really care. Um, I would probably watch the College World Series if I was home to visit my parents. Otherwise, I, I feel like I wouldn't watch college baseball anymore. Now, I don't know if that's a I'm not like disgusted with where college sports are, obviously. If I'm going to say yeah. what I did about college football, right. it it seems so. What it feels is more it? just like why are you? I don't know. Growing, why are you so turned gro- growing off on up, those? growing up. I don't know, man. I like Biff just said college basketball is an awful product. I don't understand how people can enjoy it more than the NBA. Blows my mind. Like, does I, it? Hold on. And, and he he is a season ticket holder, by the way. He he goes to Nebraska basketball games, so he's a sicko. I'll, I'll respond but later. I am but with let, him. I'll respond later. But let me ask you that this question. Do, I get it. You're okay with everything, NIL, transfer portal, everything. Yeah. But is there? But isn't there a part in the co- like the college basketball one, especially just in that you just don't know players from year to year, and yes. teams don't yes. get associated with players from year to year, like it, like they did in your youth. Like, yeah, but you know, it's funny because even in my youth, man, I think about it. Um, like Biff is like I know I know I know Biff in person. He is older than me, you know, somewhere within like five to ten years. I don't remember how much older, but like, so I think of what he grew up with, and essentially he's the same age as you, right? You got yeah. to grow up with college basketball. Think about was great. the Duke, yeah, Duke teams that you grew up with, Kentucky teams that you grew up with, Kansas. I mean, think of all of those teams. There was, there was a storyline, right, where you watch them as freshmen and sophomore and juniors. Hell, Fab Five. I didn't mention the Fab Five. Right. I I don't feel like I ever really had that. You know, like the closest I can think is like the North Carolina teams of my youth um with like Raymond Felton and Sean May, but um like I feel like that that has not really been a thing for the majority of my life and may I don't know, maybe I'm doing a little revisionist history here, but does I mean I don't know. It, it seems like now we're seeing even more players that don't even go to college. They go to, I mean, hell, when I was growing up, a lot of guys were doing one or they were going to the pros. And so like that was making the product pretty watered down. Now guys are going overseas. Now guys are going to the G League. Like I couldn't believe it when I was watching the lottery and they were like, here is the projected top five. And I was like, who who does that guy play for? And it was right. some G League team. And right. I'm like, what? That's right. That's what we're doing now? And so like. Yeah, part of that's probably name, image, likeness in the portal. Yeah, that feels like college the, basketball. Josh, is such a Josh, hold on, squad. just a second though. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is you say you don't care about those things, but those things are part of what's happening to college basketball. Yeah, and apparently that doesn't impact you for football, but it does for college basketball. Yeah, but see, and again, maybe this is because I've grown up in this era where college basketball has, where we have not maybe had the portal until recently. 
the one and done nature of college basketball essentially has put us in a portal sport since I was a kid. That's that's and, a fair and before, argument. And before that, I would say, you know, the I mean, you know, guys coming out of high school. It was it was only until recently. Andrew Bynum, I believe, was the last player that got to skip high school and go to the pros. And he that was like oh five, oh six ish, somewhere in there. And so then after that, it was one and done. That's right, because then Kevin Durant, he had to go to college. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I, I feel like the portal for basketball is just a new iteration of kind of what I've always grown up with. And so I've never gotten to have college hoops like you did or Biff did or any of our older subscribers who got, like, college hoops in, like, I hear about the 80s, and it's like, God, what a great time that had to be to be a but college basketball fan. Biff's you know? exactly right. I mean, I could, my whole life. I could tell you the North Carolina – I mean, not every team, but – you know, the in 1990, what, 1997, I could have told you the North Carolina, you know, Shaman Williams and and Julius Peppers and um, uh, uh, let's see, the I'm trying to remember the entire. But I knew I, I could tell you I could tell you three or four guys from all of the top five teams in the middle of the season. There's no way yeah. in hell I can do that now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No way. There's zero chance. If they're in now, and here's the difference for me, is that I'm a diehard for one. When you're a diehard fan of a team, it you, you, you'll you still, right, you're, there's a difference between just sort of embracing the sport generally and then watching it as everything, only everything that impacts your team. That's how I watch baseball. That's how I watch college basketball, those two sports. So that means I watch all of my team's games. I'm mildly interested in, if my team's not completely ruined the season already, I'm mildly interested in the conference games around that team or the division teams around that game. And then beyond that, during the regular season, I don't really care. Um, And that's I don't think that's how I, I consumed it before, just through the lens of Nebraska basketball. But that's what I do now. Um, but that's, yeah, that's, that's really interesting, Josh, just that whole thing. And it doesn't feel that way in college football for you. And by the way, I agree. I don't know. Okay. Here's an interesting question. Do you feel like you, we've had that same experience in college football where like you knew players, you knew teams, those sorts of things back at a younger era of your life that you don't now. Um, I, I don't yeah, really feel, you know, I, I don't know if I feel that way actually. No, I see. I'm guessing that. Like, I don't know. I feel like we all peak as sports fans in terms of knowledge when we're, like, 15, right? Because we just don't have anything going on. You know, we're, like, we like girls or boys, and we watch sports, and that's kind of our life. Like, that's my life, at least, right? Like, when I think back to high school, I feel like I just had more brain power to take in those things. Biff says the loss of NCAA PlayStation game has had a huge impact on it. You came up with that. You mentioned that with Johnny, and you were balls on. Talked about that that with Johnny I think that was a big part I used to know every roster but I still I feel like when I watch college football now there is still this like kind of consistent through line and even even though players change teams and even though coaches change change teams too the fact that they are essentially forced to stay in the sport for three years like I get that that's it's bad it like sucks for them right in in just how I operate as a human, I should be against that. But I will also say I'm so happy that college football has that because it makes the sport better. And if college basketball had the equivalent, the sport would the sport would be better. It wouldn't be fair to the athlete, but it would be better for us as consumers, which is always such a fascinating push pull that I have with myself. 
for whenever we talk about sports. So, like, I don't know. I feel like when I watch college basketball, there's a through line. I mean, right now, the th- Georgia is such a storyline. Bama is such a storyline. Clemson a few years ago was such a storyline. The Michigan-Ohio State rivalry has become this new thing. And even realignment and kind of watching that stuff from afar. Like, I don't know, man, I turn on a Saturday. Part of it is I just adore football, and I want to sit there on a Saturday and watch football from sunup to sundown, and I'm the same way with the NFL on Sunday. Yeah. I just I, I, but, I adore those sports in a way that even though I really like basketball, I really like it. I, it's one of my favorite sports, if not my favorite sport to see in person. You know, it just does not have that type of pull on me that football does. And, and a big part of it, Jack, is probably – how few Saturdays there are. I get like 13 of them a year. I get, you know, 20 NFL Sundays, 22 NFL Sundays, counting the playoffs and Super Bowl. And basketball's on every night for months at a time. And so it's just so much easier to check out. Josh, I'll say this. The, like, with, with as we just said, college basketball, I'll throw Major League Baseball in for me. I'll throw the NBA in for me. I miss my youth, my youth days of following those sports when I knew... Like I, I watched I watched a YouTube of like the nineteen ninety a '90s All Star game uh, that was in in Baltimore in and I don't know why I was watching it last year for some reason and I was like, dude, I remember when this happened. I knew all of these guys who they played. I knew everything about them. I just wouldn't in this year's All Star game, right? Yeah, and yeah. I, I I don't know, and I don't even know why that is in Major League Baseball. To be honest. I somehow consume it. I I definitely watch more live games now than I did then, but it's only of one team. But I don't know. So I would put in that category where I don't know just I don't know players. I don't know teams as well as I used to. For me, that's NBA, Major League Baseball, college basketball. For me, college football is about the same, I think. Yep. For yep. me, it's it's about the same as where I was in my youth. And um, same with the NFL. It and NFL's about the same and I might know the NFL, NFL better probably now. more, maybe yeah. better, but uh, uh, probably about the same, if not better. Yeah. And then, um, I and definitely then... watch more NFL games now, just because of you know the the ability to watch more football is so much easier now than when I was growing up, and obviously than when you were growing up. And then yeah. you throw on like podcasts and like just again ease of which I can read about the sports that I love. I do feel more knowledgeable about the sports today, even if maybe I don't. Especially with college football, I do feel like I knew the rosters a little bit better back then. But that was a big part was the video games. Yes, the video again, games were like, I just the video games cannot on. be underrated in this. Uh, the video games cannot be underrated. I could tell you two players on every NBA team because of NBA Jam at very least, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. At very least, I knew every player on NBA Jam. Um, yep. You know, the NFL was. Tech- I, I I still feel like it's fine with Tecmo Super Bowl, but. I can't I would I would divide them completely for me into those two camps. NBA, Major League Baseball, college baseball. My appreciation of the entire field of the league has gone way down from where I was at a younger point in my life. NFL, college football, not not nearly as much. Not nearly as Why much. Why do you think it's fallen off by the way with baseball? There's a co- interesting discussion our our patrons are kicking ass right now, but like Brandon says the steroid era killed Major League Baseball for me. That's not it for me. I don't know. That was the last time it was entertaining, but he adds I would get that it would kill it for a purist. Um I mean this is this is really going to age me, but a little part of it is baseball cards um for me. See, that dude, but that's like video games in a it's way. Vi- right? It was the video games. Yes, it was the video games of baseball up until you know, up until I was up probably 13 games, years yeah. old. Yeah. Uh, baseball cards were a part of it, 100%. Because I'll say this again, with baseball, 
I watched 10 times the amount of live baseball as in as a 40 something that I did as a as a what as a 15 to 18 year old. But you care or but you've pay attention but, nowhere near the level you did to everything else. But where the hell did I get all the knowledge of all these players and teams? I know. Is it, do, where did that even come from? I know. It was, I think it, it had to be baseball like the, cards. Yeah, it's like the Twitter bit of like, you know, guys can just sit around and name old athletes for hours. And it's like, hell yeah, I can. Dude, you know, t- name a college yes. football team in a year. And it's like, all right, I'll wipp out a couple of names for you just because I can tell Seriously, take you right back to my Give me a year. Like give me a like an early 90s year and go through, see how many roster names I can name for uh, uh, baseball teams. I would do better than I would now. And I watch Phillies, wait- 1990. Phillies, 19. Well, John Cruck, Darren Dalton. See, like, look at uh, that. Lenny Dykstra, Mitch. Well, they went to the World Series in '93. Mitch Williams was a yeah. pitcher. They had Steve Bedrosian right before that. I mean, I might be inaccurate on some of these. Von Hayes played for him in the late '80s. How do I know that? I wasn't yeah, watching Phillies games, right? Yeah. How yeah, in the hell do I know sure. that? What were we well, doing? See, let's get a couple of other things because we you mentioned cards. We've talked about video games. Biff mentioned another thing that Sports I was just Center. thinking of. Sports Illustrated yeah. and Sports Center, dude. Yes. I got a subscription for Christmas when I was in seventh grade. Sports Center, the Sports Illustrated. I had that subscription for years. That is how, again, I paid attention to all of the sports because what did I do? I would read that damn magazine cover to cover, and along with Sports Center. Shumanji says Sports Center is a huge one for me. I used to watch the show all the yep. time. Now I couldn't tell you Absolutely. last time I seen it. And we watch I it repeatedly. Up. We'd watch the same yes. episode repeatedly. Jack, this is going to make me – I mean, you want to so talk about true. dating somebody. Absolutely, the day after, The day after Nebraska beat Michigan in the Restore the Order season bowl game, the Alamo Bowl with the guys rushing the field, I watched the highlight of that game eight times on SportsCenter. Yep. At the top of every hour, I would watch – I would go to ESPN News or whatever it was. So that's Because I just – I couldn't yeah. get enough of it, and that was the only place where I could watch that highlight. And we – at the time, we subscribed – to the afternoon edition of the World Herald, and I I couldn't read about the game yet because I didn't read about games online, and so it's like, oh my gosh, I just want to watch the highlights of this football game before I can read Tom Chattel's column over and over and over. You know, it's like we just took it in in such a different way. Yeah, that Sports Center is so okay. Baseball cards, video games, Sports Center, Sports Illustrated. The yep. the the lack of those things existing right now, yep. um, and then in addition. So, Josh, it's interesting. College basketball seems to be the only one where, like, the actual, the actual sort of uh, factors that come into the roster, you know, whether it's NIL transfers now or one and dones, or uh, that's the only one where that's really the biggest thing, to be honest. Don't you think? Yeah. After we after we've sort of done this exercise with everyone, yes. Because, like, I'll be honest, man. Like, a lot of the complaining that I hear about roster turnover in all the other sports. It, it essentially reminds me of when I read about free agency coming to Major League Baseball or the NFL and how everyone, like, lost their shit and then eventually they got over it. And I've always grown up in an era of free agency in professional sports. So I don't know any other way. So, like, players changing rosters, like, look, I get it. I get why you'd be like, oh, this is a, a sad thing where these teams aren't kept together anymore. But it's like, yeah, but, I mean, that's life and that's how things, that's what, how things go. College sports haven't really you know, have, have had it happen like they are now. But Johnny is going to grow up in an era where players changing teams all the time is a thing. I, I think college basketball is so unique because it has been happening for different reasons for a lot longer 
Um, and, and I do think it's probably exasperated right now, given the new rule changes. And, like, let's be honest, man. Like, college basketball seems just dirtier than every other sport. And I think a big reason why is just, like, the whole shoe contract nature of things where, I mean, I've heard stories for so many years of, you know, Calipari. Like, why is Kentucky able to be, you know, so good with Calipari and all these one-and-done guys? I mean, the rumors are the stories we're always, you know, they you sign with Kentucky and it essentially like sets you up on your shoe contract with the NBA. I believe that that was kind of like the rumor or the theory surrounding it. So with like the shoe deals, these sports have always been so dirty and college basketball and basketball, especially in the AAU circuit. So I don't know. I feel like with the rule changes the last few years, it just it allows itself to kind of multiply on top of each other. Yeah. And, I, you know, and, and here we are with college basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So Is there really no room for I, I get nobody watches it, but like now I, you have me thinking about Sports Center and just how big of an impact that had. Uh, as, you know, as oh, I can give you the answer on why why that type of stuff doesn't matter anymore. Why? Go to YouTube. I I missed I missed portions of last night's game. You know what I did this morning when I woke up? I went on YouTube and I watched highlights. Now I do I I'm with Biff. I do like Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. I will watch. But that's because we're wish old. I watched it more. That's why. That's because yeah, we're old. That's yeah. why we like that. But I, Jack, I am so much more like I. When I wake up, I gravitate towards opinions, and I know like Sports Center has that. But like, if I need highlights, I don't want to sit around waiting an hour for highlights. I can just go to YouTube and like, I mean, there's ten minute highlight packages of the NBA playoff games and like. It's awesome in, in the NFL season, man. I can wake up on a Monday, and if I want to rewatch highlights of the Cowboys games, boom, 15 minutes. You know, I wish that the college football infrastructure was a little bit better in that regard, but I feel like that's why we don't watch SportsCenter because, you know, we can just okay. find it all at our fingertips elsewhere. I, I was going to say, like, after even your favorite sport, like NFL, do you – NFL weekend or college football weekend, Josh, are you interested in watching, like, a a comprehensive highlight show? After those are Man, over, I used to. I got. I used to. Dude, I mean, I, I loved, loved NFL I, Sunday Night with Tom Jackson, right? Yeah, like I yeah, love. Time. Yep, I loved that prime time. Yeah, yeah, I loved. I loved, and I I, I hated uh, Mark May, but God, I loved the show with him and Reese, and even Lou and and Trev before that. Like, I loved watching that because it was a great recap of all the of all of the games. Um, you know, I still. I'll watch like Football Night in America before Sunday Night Football, but only after the the late game is over. And, you know, again, I, I do end up watching a lot more Scott Van Pelt than anything else just because, especially Monday Night Football, you know, he'll do the he'll do bad beats and he'll do highlights. But I also like his show because I like his opinions and I want to hear Scott Van Pelt opine on, you know, something that happened on the football field that weekend. So. Lou Holtz calling Amir Abdullah Amir Oh, Ma God, that was Ma so funny. Ma do you remember? Do you remember on Thursday nights that Lou Holtz would do the uh, the like pep talk for a team coming up that Saturday? Yes, God, that was so weird. <laughs> so weird. So, um, weird. but I would stay up late and watch, I would watch college football final at the end of the night. Right? I don't. Do I still do that? That like that that stuff still exists, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th I mean, maybe not to the exact degree, but it, it definitely exists in some capacity. You know, they do. I mean, they, they do highlight stuff all day on Saturdays. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out like what I'm just trying to like figure out when I started con like consuming less highlight material because I think I still like it. Yeah, I think I still I think I would still I think I do and would still like SportsCenter. And I'm trying to figure out why I don't why. 
I don't watch it. How much of it's the personalities? I mean, you know, we, we all of us keep naming Scott Van Pelt. We love Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt. I mean, when you were growing up, I mean, dude, you want to talk about just ne- being able to name things. Name the anchors. Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, Stuart Scott, Scott Van Pelt, yeah. Trey Wingo, uh, right. the guy who went on and do Late Night. Yeah, Craig, I mean, like, think Craig about Kilborn. it. There were super yeah. – Craig Kilborn, Bob Lee. There were super oh, – keep... Charlie Steiner. There were yes. superstars all over ESPN back then. Whereas now it's like – you know, it's it's the superstars are the people who just yell all the time, like me right now. I apologize, and that like I don't know any of the anchors anymore. You know, it's like it's Stewart or it's a SCP yeah. But would that would that make a difference? I don't know. Like, what would like sport? You could watch Sports Center tonight, okay? Where there's I don't even know what they would have on it tonight. You got one hockey game. And and you got a bunch of major yeah, league not, baseball. You got a bunch of major league baseball. They stuff, might do some yeah. college baseball. I'm not sure what they would do on yeah. it. But like, could you sit? Would you get bored with it? Or like, do we just have a shorter attention span? Is that what it is? Um, you know, when is yeah, it even maybe. on? That is that a thing? Like, you don't know when it's on exactly. Like, you're gonna yeah, tune in. Like, well, it used I mean, to be 10 p.m. Right? Yeah, it's mostly on at the same the, time. The yeah. local it just depends news. on what. What's on? Brendan says, who is the baseball fanatic that did a politics show? That was Keith Olbermann, yeah. Keith Olbermann. Linda Cohn. Yeah. Linda Cohn. Shoot, yep, Robin yep. Roberts used to be on SportsCenter. Robin Roberts. Oh, yeah. There were some big-time people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Jack, what do you think of my original question? Do we like sports less? Do you like sports less? Or are you still good? Um, I like certain sports it, it, the, what 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 I've kind of had in the background of this, and I mentioned a few times, but I think really factors into this is, again, because I follow some sports because, or or, or I primarily follow them because I've got a team I care about, a specific yeah. team I care about in them, and there are some that I follow where I don't have that as much, and that is, those are two very different things too, right? And I'm and I'm maybe a unique person in that way, but. But college basketball, I I follow one team. I watch every game. I'm never going to miss a game as 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 much as I can. Um, but in the NFL, right? Um, the NFL, I don't necessarily have a team, but I'm still watching constantly. And so it's mm-hmm. th- those are two different. Those are two very different ways of watching a sport. And I don't have the way I watch the NFL. I don't have that for baseball, nor do I have it for college basketball. I kind of have it for college football, though. Right. So that's that's another thing as well. I think you guys I mean, I think people know what I mean is like if you watch a sport for your single team, meaning, yes, you will watch all of their games. Baseball, it's a little harder, but you'll watch all of their games and you'll also watch any games that could impact them. Meaning, again, for me, that means like best example of that is college basketball, Big Ten basketball. I'm, I'm interested in Big Ten basketball. I'm not interested in you know a Duke North Carolina State game on a Monday night. Sure, at all. Sure, at all, like sure. at all. I would never even watch that at that yeah. point. And so that's the other thing that factors into this. And I'm curious, how does that factor into it for 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 you? I mean, I don't know how that factors into it for you. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm thinking through it. So Cowboys fan, obviously, um, but. I mean, they've never done anything good since I've been watching them. So I've I've always just loved the NFL. I love the NFL. Um, if anything, you know what's happened with Nebraska? Nebraska being bad has – I just I, – I like when they are – like when they've been bad the last few years. I like when their games are at times that 
leave my Saturday open to watch the better games and not have to watch them, if that makes sense. Like, I have liked when, if there's a great prime time game and Nebraska's on early, it's like, sweet. Now I can, I know I'll be able to watch the game, even though I will always watch Nebraska football. No, if I didn't cover them, I'd still watch them. My alma mater is the school I grew up rooting for, yada, yada, yada. But I do, I do find myself kind of hoping at times, and maybe, Jack, that's why, like, when they have Thursday games or Friday games, I don't get that upset about it because it's like, sweet, I get my Saturday to watch college football day. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a baseball team, don't care. I mean, you know, I grew up a Lakers fan. I just I just don't watch much re- or, uh, regular season NBA anymore. And I think, you know, you want to talk about frustration with sports, and, and I, I guess I've kind of defended college sports in a way. I don't like load management, and I understand why they do it, but I also... That doesn't mean I have to watch it, you know. And so I don't, I don't like it. The I, I feel like COVID and the last few years have kind of it's given this like extra permission structure for NBA players to just sit out a ton. And I think that's, I think it's made for a shitty product. And like, I don't think it's a surprise that one of the teams that is in the NBA Finals, the, I mean, the one that we know for sure right now, like played together all season long and they have the best player in the game, like, I don't think that that's a, they shouldn't be a surprise. Whereas, like, going into the playoffs, people are like, oh, the Suns could do it. No, the Suns barely played together. They played together for, like, 10 games going into the season. And Brennan said 60-game NBA season would be so much better. The season's way too long. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, feel, I don't know. I feel like I didn't really answer the question. Like, Dallas could be as bad as – they'd go 0-17. I'd, dude, I'd still watch every damn Sunday because I love I love the NFL. Right. But, again, like I, I don't know. Football is just such a Here's, weird beast. I just – I love the NFL. I love football. And then Kel brings in another – another. and, by the way, hello, Kel from Nebraska Well Pod. Hi, Kel. Uh, he, brings, he brings another thing in here, which I, we haven't really talked about. He says that there's something of the hyper-localization and access that's killing SportsCenter ESPN. As a huge Nuggets fan, I was aware that Greeny and Wilbon knew less about my local podcast – uh, knew less than my local podcaster, best writer on Twitter, into my teams as much as ever, but so much less attuned to the whole scope, which in turn could kill being able to pay attention and track that narratives that captured us before. And my mm. example of that, that might be why I don't know anything about baseball anymore. When I can't, like, in the 90s, I could I knew every player from the AL and NL, but now I'm not watching I'm not watching baseball on SportsCenter. I'm watching the games. I'm watching the Royals game. On Bally, and I'm watching their post game show yeah. instead of Sports Center. Man, it's it's a it's a great point, Jack. It's such a great point because sometimes, I mean, I I imagine we've all had a moment where we've listened to a podcast about a favorite team, a national podcast, and we're like, eh, "You're not right when you say that," and it's not even just like a normal opinion. It's something very specific, and you're like, "You're wrong on that." Um, that it, it probably hasn't helped. And, you know, when I think of the podcast that I listen to, for the most part, it is I want to be entertained. And so if they're wrong about stuff, it's like not a huge deal because I listen because I want to be entertained. But I would also like there are times on college football pods where Nebraska will come up and I'm like, man, you guys are you're, you're just wrong. Like, you don't know what you're you just don't know what you're talking about. And it's it's just, just, the better know, information it's, it's like is funny. local. Yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. And like part of that is just, you know, I, I, I do have people that I can get information from um, and, and that helps. But I mean, sometimes they're just wrong on very basic kind of rudimentary things. And then, you know what I always think, Jack, is like, are they wrong on the mo- rudimentary things about everybody else? Am I just like less informed than I think I am about <laughs> Michigan State football? And I mean, the answer is probably yes, but oh, well. Yeah. 
Man, this is making me... Six, eight, six piece, killing the, the little guy national media. Yeah. It's why, Jack, in a way, it's why... It's sort it's of why true, AM though. Radio, why AM radio, they're trying to take it out of electric cars, sad. But it's why our, sh- our show, shows like the show that I get to host, matter so much in the sports space. And I mean, it, it will. And, like, salaries will probably, you know, always be what they are. But, like, if you want to if you want to get immediate you know inf- information and immediate reaction like you know that you really can only do that with radio and again not to, to keep tooting the uh, the horn of the ID club but that's what makes this thing so freaking cool is because we're we're like a fun little hybrid you know with the immediate responses that we can get from all of our listeners it is so special and that, it's just it's different than basically everything else this is just again making me baseball again i keep going back to baseball is so I liked baseball cards. I liked. I, I watched all the World Series. I sort of had kind of favorite teams as I was growing up, and switched around. And then in about two thousand three, every every Royals game was on my the first time that we got digital cable. Right, they had that RSTN package, and I started watching them. I had never watched watched like. 80% of the game. Now, I guess you had the Braves and the Cubs that had a lot of games on, and that's how a lot of people became a fan of them, but I didn't really ever like them. When the In about 2003, the Royals, we had a package we could see all their games. I didn't really become a fan of theirs, a big fan, a like active fan of theirs until that. And when that happened, I became less of a fan of the sport overall and more of a fan of their team. And that's what I don't. And I don't know if that's a bigger thing that's happening with some of these things, where you know more about your team, you're way deeper into your team, you watch more of your team, and you just and you know less about the sport overall. But that's what that that's what happened with me with baseball for sure. Yeah. Fascinating. So, Sorry, yes. I feel like this took up like the whole show. I didn't mean it's, for it to. It's, there's not that. There's not. I mean, there was a couple other things to you too, but it's okay. Um. Yeah. Josh says, I care about my team, uh, my team than all the others in all of the sports. I care, I care way more about my team. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's I, that's I, I exactly think... what I was what I was getting yeah. to. I care. Yes, I care. I, re, I am not search. I am way more likely to follow. And now that we can choose what we follow on social media and what we watch, right? I'm looking way more for content and I'm reading way more content on my team other than the dude from the Pirates who's having a really good season or something. Yeah, for sure. And they're, they're just, again, not to keep going back to football, but it, it, it is really interesting that football, for whatever reason, does, it like seems immune to this. You know, like, if, I mean, first of all, Jack, the, the, I mean, the elephant in the room of this whole discussion that you haven't mentioned on this podcast, but you've talked about it before, you don't have a favorite NFL team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, it doesn't affect your, like, your not enjoyment of the NFL is definitely different than my enjoyment, but you're still there the same as I am. You yeah. know, and like that's the part that's wild about that sport is baseball has moved so hyper localized where you are a Royals fan. You're not a major league baseball fan, you're a Royals fan. John Bishop is a Cubs fan. He's not a major league baseball fan, he's a Cubs fan. Mm-hmm. And many of our listeners in here are the same way. Football, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm also an NFL fan. And Josh points it out, yeah, football is because of gambling and fantasy. That's definitely true. And the smaller sample size, all of that matters. But Jack doesn't gamble. You do play fantasy. So you that, it fantasy. Does seem like a lot of people are either, you know, they, they are one of those three. They have a favorite team. They gamble on the game. 
They play fantasy. Like, but it I does still, seem like everybody falls into one of those buckets with the NFL. But but I would also add that, you know, it's not if my if the game doesn't affect my fantasy situation, I'm still interested in it just because it's hooked me into the league, essentially. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've got some leagues. It's weird. All these leagues you talk about. I've got some where I've got a team I care about plus a league I care about. I've got some of it where I just have a league I care about. I've got some of it where I just have a team I care about. There's three different kind of profiles there on that, which is a little weird. Yeah. And like for me, college football, I mean, it's just, it's a different extension of the NFL. In a way, I can't kind of, I can't really explain it other than I've just grown up in it. But like, even as Nebraska has fallen lower and lower and lower, I, I, in a way, I feel like I kind of love the sport more and more where, you know, I, I just, I just, I love those Saturdays. And I, I yeah, think, I, do too. I mean, the, I'm with the, you. The regionality of college football, it's definitely changed. And like, because I feel like Jack you used to be able to, you could turn on a game. And, like, if you could take away everything about it, like in terms of logos and stadiums and colors and everything, I feel like you could watch a game and be like, oh, man, that's the Pac-12 or that's the mm-hmm. SEC. And that's it, – it It seems kind of less that way. I mean, I guess you could probably figure it out now just by, like, the sheer size and speed of players. But I, I miss that about college football, that, like, Pac-12 football had a certain, like, stylistic look to it. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, I honestly, it's the best. I, just the opposite of college basketball – even with transfer portal, all that other stuff, I think college football is better now. Honestly, d- d- really interesting. Honestly, you're, you're someone in your age demo. I feel like that you're going against the grain. Just it's more. It, it's better as if because it's more. Accept, more of it is accessible. There's more TV. There's more. Like I never feel like there's too much with college football. I've never felt that way, whatsoever. Um, and it is not as dependent on a deep knowledge of individual players like i feel like the nba is for instance it, it for me it, at all and so i think college football my interest in it is at the sport overall the only the bigger problem with college football to be honest josh is it's the same teams are winning constantly that's yes that, that yes that that's is, the big that's a, that's big, a much a, bigger problem than the transfer portal than nil yep, than yep, anything yep. for my interest couldn't agree in it, more to be honest. couldn't agree more couldn't yeah. agree more Yep, that is. Yeah, I Husker feel like that's an arguable point, and that, like, like that, I get it. Like, do you want to beat them? Be better than them. I understand it, but it's it is a huge problem, and it's so funny because Dumanji just posted something. I agree about fall Saturdays being gold, but Nebraska being bad has absolutely killed bowl season for me. I don't watch bowls at all anymore. See, Some I of that still is the love playoffs, them, but honestly, I'm so broken by the end of the year. I'm ready to be done, and I hate. I don't like bowl games. I watch. I dude, I don't know how many actual bulls not counting playoff games where i sat down and watched them which is so weird because like clemson played tennessee i watched a couple of i I maybe watched a quarter if clemson and tennessee played in (laughs) september i'd be glued to my tv i don't know what i mean it's probably just the exhibition nature of bull season and i i will i still love bull season i'm i hate i hate and i usually do some kind of a pool to get me sort of in in, interested in it but so maybe that plays into it too but no, if there's a game, I'm thrilled. I'm so thrilled when there's there's nothing else on and it's a Tuesday night in December and I'm like, oh crap, I forgot there's a bowl game on tonight. I love that. Yeah, I love. It's that. like background noise for me. You know, it's just like I'll have it I'm on, not, but I'll like. I'm not keep super doing actively. Else. I'm probably not super actively watching it, but I'm yeah. still excited that it's 
that it's there and I'm watching Eric it. Eric says, so. there's always one team that doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, like that plays a big part. I'm with Connor again. I said it. Neutral site games. He says they're garbage. I hate neutral site games, especially bull ones. Like at least like Texas, Oklahoma's badass. And even some of the goofy ones in like Orlando or Atlanta early in the year are cool because like the stadium is full. Most bowl games are played in front of thousands of empty seats. I hate it. I cannot stand it. And I just get, I'm sad. Like, it's the season's almost over, and it's just, I feel like that's a part of it, too. Seasonal depression, the sun's I see, I see it completely different. The days itself are depressing, and then, oh, wait, hey, there's college football for no reason to add to it. I'll take it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I see it. Com- I mean, it really I, is just, I honestly TV see it completely different. I'm coming home on Christmas Eve, and I got a wrap presents, and oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, hell, the Hawaii Bowl is on right yeah, now. That's true. Uh, like, th- that is the, that's absolutely, this is something. When we're not, there's not a ton going on in sports, and so I completely, yeah, I'm, I'm totally different on that. But it's yeah. just, yeah, it's something to do. It's something to watch, and the sport, and the sport is good. The sport is still good. I am not, I don't know that. I, listen, I, I wonder about NIL, but I am honestly not that worried about changing the on-field interest for me in the sport. To be honest, yeah, I just want, uh, I just honestly, I just want more playoff games. I just want more of those. I want more of that. I want yeah. more home sites. See, like Keenan was cheering the, on that's the... That's the only change I want. Keenan was cheering on the bowl pool that we did. That's why she said that was fun. Oh, yeah. Who won that? Did Stu Manji win the bowl pool? Uh, No, somebody else. I did we ever that. give the winner a gift card? I feel like we owe some gift cards. No, Stu Manji won the predict the coach thing. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, which we do. We probably do owe him a gift card for that. Yeah. Stuff. Let us know if we owe anyone a gift card. Some, no, we got the. I think we got the bowl winner their gift card. And we got the NCAA. Tournament. We got March Madness. We got all that yeah, done. We did that. We got okay. those right. Okay. Good. Good. Those were all good. All right. That was the. He predicted that Matt Rule would be the next coach at Nebraska. Nailed it. Nailed I it. We'll say this. Honking you know, for monkey. You and I have talked a lot about like oh. the football season and what we're gonna do, and we've talked about it with listeners. Um. I am going to miss the surprise, like, random Wednesday night shows where 50 people join us on a moment's notice to talk about coaching. <laughs> well, who knows? I'm going to miss Hey, coaching. it could get crazy fast. You never know, Josh. Yeah, that's. I guess that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Biff, uh, Biff th- we were going to get to this, but this uh, to me, this conversation we had was so interesting. He said, can we talk about how absurd the Big Ten is refusing outside November night games? And, yes, I think I want to get to this because I definitely have thoughts about what freaking annoying haughty not smart pieces of crap the the teams in the east are right now it's, it's, it's a soft ass conference man soft it's so, not soft, only soft garbage. but just you okay you just think you're entitled this contract without providing yeah. the full spectrum of content throughout the yeah. entire season throughout every time slot arguably the most important month of the year and the most important time slot within the most important month of the year. And you just think now you can be like, well, you know, and you are getting this. You, this is life changing money for the conference, right? You've got to, yep. there is a quid pro quo here. And you just think you're getting the money for not. Uh, yeah, ev- what did you think was going to happen? You didn't think you had to do anything hard to get the money. That, you know, in, in the words of Don Draper, that's what the money is for. Like, no, what did you expect to happen? It's exactly right. You've got to, this is, you, you give up something, I give up something. That's what yeah, that and, is. And, 
let let me. Uh, oh, by the way, Pat Dan Ball says heard Nebraska Wisconsin could be NBC night game in November because the East teams won't great. do it. Hell yeah, let's do let's do Absolutely that. Absolutely great. Here's the thing, Jack. That and I said this on my show today. It just it annoys me to no end. One of the things that you have talked about, that I have talked about, I feel like every damn Nebraska fan slash Northern college football fan has said at some point in their lives has been. Man, can you imagine if an SEC team had to come up north in December and play one of our football teams in the cold? Like, that's the freaking dream. And this weak-ass league wants to give up night games in November, and they're going to move to Ford Field? Are you serious? What is happening? Like, you want to talk about problems with college football? The Big Ten, that's a bigger problem than name, image, likeness. God, it's so garbage. What oh are they gosh. doing? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it on so many levels. That 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 you're so outward. Like, do they have other reasons other than that it's too cold? Who for for who? Who is it too cold for? Exactly. Yeah, they say like winterized, blah blah blah. It's yeah, what, like, they're gonna tear up the turf. It's hard or to get in and out. Oh my gosh, it's small towns. Like, look, I I will I will hear them. I will hear them on State College Pennsylvania. I've been to a game there. I've been to multiple games there. It's two lanes. It's a two-lane highway. One lane in, one lane out. It, oh God! Like, Get a yeah. less if shitty town, then. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that place is horrible in terms of getting in and out of, especially if there was snow. Look, Ann Arbor is a suburb of of Detroit. East Lansing's not that far away from there. Columbus, Jack, is a professional sports town. They have hockey. They have the NHL. Like, give me a break. Like they can if do you it. Talk, Maryland is the is the damn DMV. Like, what are we discussing? If you want to play in the damn big leagues, you gotta play at the times that the big leagues play. Are you kidding me? Are yeah. you freaking kidding me? I just the thing that I keep going back to, Jack, is like the statements that, and and I went back and read some of them today. I went back and read the announcements. I've I I read um you know various columns and stuff and like. There was nary a protest about this, and it was all there. It, it wasn't even in the fine print. Yes. It was in the regular print. They, they all hey, approved yeah. this thing, right? NBC is going to have they, night games in November. What did you think that they, meant? They all got this contract, right, and their lawyers went through it, and everybody said, like, this was a pretty major part of it. And and they all publicly said there were reports that the, it was happening, right? It was approved. Yeah. And now you're bringing it up? Why? You didn't. Yeah. Why is that not? Why is that being brought up at this point? Why was it not brought up earlier? Because they want to bitch about Kevin Warren. That's why. Because Kevin Warren's in the NFL now, is and, that what and they it want is? to hop on the Kevin Warren is bad bandwagon. Oh yeah, I feel like they wanted to push all this blame on him, even though it's the presidents that had a big say in all of this, and they approved some of this stuff. It's so weak, man. It it's is so weak. weaker than. It's just they're playing the blame is... game. They're playing the blame game. And I loved that Trev came out on Thursday night, oh, Wednesday yeah. night, yeah, whatever it was. Games. He was like, we'll have our hand up every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Hell yeah. Those games, Josh. Do you know how good those game, the production on those games are going to be? A primetime game in on NBC? Like, the, the, the how good those games are going to look? What the Just what the overall quality of that game on television is going to be? Not to Someone mention, who I might have his phone number is going to be doing play-by-play of those games. Not to mention, Josh, those TV the, the, those TV uh, broadcasts are even more valuable if the weather's shitty because that's great to watch on TV, right? Seriously. Yeah, you remember when Nebraska played Michigan State in Frost first year? You and I were both at that game, and we were all like, wow, 
If the game wouldn't have been at 11 and it would have kicked off at 2.30, it would have been at a damn snow globe the whole time. It would have been great television. It would have been awesome. Absolutely. Jack, I turn on Mountain the, West games in November just to see oh if it's God, snowing. Wyoming. I know, man. Which the, By the way, Wyoming say. plays night games in November. Freaking yes. Wyoming. Jack, Air Force. And, and, they, and someone brought up Split Zone Duo earlier. They talked about this on their podcast day. Do you know what the Mac does? They play stupid Tuesday and Wednesday night games in god-awful weather. Like, what are we yeah, talking about Eastern here? Michigan. Here's what I'm hoping. You're right. They have yeah, night games yeah. all Buffalo. just to get on TV. Here's what I'm hoping for. Screw I'm hoping, those guys. I'm Screw hoping that them. East Lansing, Michigan, the day after Thanksgiving, has a warm front and it's like 68 degrees at night. And they're like, wow, this is the nicest day. And meanwhile, they're inside of a stupid dome in Detroit, Michigan. What and a there are... 60,000 Penn State fans. I did hop on to 24-7 Sports. I hopped on to the Michigan State message board today just because I wanted to see if, like, Michigan State fans were mad. I didn't read the whole thread. I only read page one. There were a lot of people that thought it was stupid. So at least Good. at least a fan base that is affected by this directly is not a You're from freaking but. Michigan State. You, yeah. You've got to be kidding. I'm not, that, I'm not that tough, but I'm not whining about a November yeah. night game. Who's yeah, we can't talk shit about the South anymore, man. Like, we I feel like we have lost our ability now to make fun of Atlanta for shutting down for an inch of snow. If we're going to move games what to Detroit, the, Michigan, because it could be Michigan. cold in November. You're from Michigan. In Michigan. Get your shit together. February is the worst month. We all know it. It's the coldest, and it snows. We're doing this in November. By the way, that's the other thing. In November, and somebody said this to me on Twitter, and I think they're right. In some of those areas, you're like, it can be... Two thirty can be as bad uh, as the night. I mean, who, who knows? Who freaking knows? Is it okay? Are these even are the are the primetime games in November? Are they CBS or the NBC? Are they both NBC? 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 It's gonna be yeah. Clint weather talk. That's funny. Uh, no, we do we do talk about the weather. Clint works for the National Weather Service, so it's all right. Uh, he's probably fine with that. But yeah, uh, thank you. Clint. Like. Josh, do you know on a November night on national TV, on a broadcast TV station, okay, on primetime, when it's a type, time of year when more people are watching TV, college football is, is at its best, and you got a chance to host a game that is going to be on that, do you know what the value of that is? Uh, Yeah, very high. Very high. That's why they're paying the league, in fact. Very high. <laughs> And again, I, again, I go back. Don't if these guys screw up our deal, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, be pretty annoying. This is it's this the is why worst. they're not on Amazon. They did this so they it's wouldn't the be on Amazon. Worst. Yeah. That that, that this good. that they're truly doing this. And again, what's the real concern? Who's where is that coming from? That's what I want to know. Is that well? It's be, the the issue is that these schools. First of all, the Big Ten is. Has always had. I can't remember the vernacular. Someone can remind me of it. Uh, John has said the word a lot on our show this week. But they have essentially had like protections against playing prime time games in the month of November. It is only a recent thing. Tolerances. Thank you. Right. Tolerance. We came in and we heard about this. By the way, about yes, ten years. And, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, honestly, it's given me PTSD to a decade ago. It's like that's. So it starts there. Michigan, Ohio State, those schools get especially get a lot of things that they want. And Don't so they, you know, look, I think the end of the, the Thamel story, I think it kind of gives away the game a little bit because it has quotes from Ryan Day, Ohio State head coach, and Tom Izzo of all people, a basketball coach from Michigan State. And it, oh, they didn't they didn't come and talk to us about this. The 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 league, I think the way in which 
the coaches had power is now gone, and they don't have the power they used to. And I think a lot of it comes back to that. It's ridiculous. And I think they just wanted to bitch about Kevin Warren for a little while. What a bunch of friggin' wieners. Oh, my gosh. They're a bunch bunch of babies. Why are they talking to Izzo? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Like, what, dude? Like, look, I get it. Like, you're going to have less people watching your games. But you're a college basketball coach. All this is done about for football money. That's why every that's why Tom Izzo makes as much money as he does because of football money, not because of basketball. Win a championship for the first time in two Ser- decades. Seriously, Tom, what do they want? Time. What do they want? They want less money. Is that what they wanted? They Maybe just they wanted. Want, they want yeah, less money in the deal. Is that it? Was it too much? High school. Go, was go it too much money for them? Is that what it is? Yes. Poor six million dollar Tom Izzo. Dude, you know how many games are on Peacock next year? It's like 20. It's not even that many. 20 over the course of the whole season. They'll probably have one game or two at most on Peacock. It's stupid. Oh, it's, it's so a ridiculous bad. league. It's so bad. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. That really you is. that you you get that deal and then that is your then that that's the response. Um yeah. You got to listen, you got to come up with the goods if you're going to get that kind of dollars. I don't know. And yeah, this is how it works. It's as, it's as simple as it oh, is. Poor, poor conference. They have to have night games. I mean, Jesus Christ. Whatever. Bring right. them to Lincoln. Bring yeah, them SEC to... is like, sweet, give us give, give us as many night games as possible. And like, by it's the just, way. It's, it's insane how different those two conferences Josh, are. Josh, here's the other thing, by the way, real quick. At least one, probably two, every month is going to be in California. Every November is going to be in California. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, too. Yeah. So They'll you're talking in, in LA. two to three every year, two to three every year. Across the entire Big Ten, you're hosting one once every three yeah, years. Exactly. Yeah, there's only four Saturdays in November a season, man. We're not talking about that many games. So I get, or maybe if they do a Friday Saturday, maybe then there's five. But it's it's not it's not like it's going to become a super regular thing. You can buck up for one night where it's freezing cold and have a great TV event. Like what did, again? One final time. What did you think NBC was paying for? Like I just don't understand again, what they thought yeah. they were getting out of this. I don't get it. Well, we thought it was only the, uh, you know, the September 11 a.m. games. Yeah, yeah. But every game at 11 a.m. Right. The, hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, Nebraska fans united on how annoying that is. It's great. Yeah, but I know it's nice. I was really it's glad nice. to hear what Trev said about that. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Right, and you're going to have SEC games on all over the other networks at that night. You've never had... Like, oh, you, cool. that's just what, don't even try to compete against them. Right. Yeah. D- ugh. So annoying. But that'd be... By the way, that was an, an interesting piece of intel somebody had there that maybe the Wisconsin game would be a night game this year. Huh. Ha. Huh. That, yeah, in, that'd be awesome. In, that'd be in, awesome. In, in Madison, by the way. Right. That'd be great. That'd be great. Give oh, me some shit. snow for that one. Madison this year. Oh crap! Yeah, you're right. Ooh, that'd be yeah. Tough. It's in Madison this year. Yeah, I forgot about that. Rats. But I mean, whatever. Nebraska played at Rutgers a night game in December. And in the weird COVID year, that Minnesota game oh, at Minnesota God. was a night game. It was freezing. I mean, it's no different. It's no different than things they've all done already. Exactly. Sometimes point. you have bad weather in October. Sometimes you have great weather in November. Like, there's no guarantee anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right. 
Uh, this wow, was fun today. That was a good one, man. Yeah, I'm so I, I could keep going on about that other topic we did forever. Just it's because there's 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 a lot I miss, and I I wonder how it got to a place. The conversations, like you said, with Dirk and Johnny, and now this one, really yep. sort of just talking through it, really illuminated how I've changed as a fan of different sports and why that's happened, and 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 I think deep down is like you're wondering especially for people younger than us, like, will they ever get to experience that or will they miss it? They don't know that it happened, but will they miss it? Or is there, you know, will, will that sort of thing ever happen with them? And, um, and I don't know, but I keep thinking about those things after we had those conversations. So this was fun to have. Yeah. Huskers for says, what did I miss earlier? We talked essentially about, do we like sports less now or are we worried about sports in the future? And it we probably did that for like 45 minutes. So definitely recommend uh, giving that yep. podcast a listen when it when it goes up later tonight. Yep. Go back and listen. I think you'll have fun yep. with it. So, oh, and Daniel Kalen's in the Elite 11 now? Yeah, how about that? Well, we, we can uh, – that'll be something for Saturday. And then you had a couple things that we can uh, say for Saturday. I'm out now, on Saturday, Saturday Josh. I got – I mean, oh, graduation. Shoot. Well, you still do one right. if you want, but I'll be Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We can talk offline to see if I do that or if you and I want to move around or whatever. Hey, so. Jacob, did you see that bunt for Illinois like five minutes ago? It was like one of the best bunts I've ever seen. That was incredible. <laughs> it was a really good bunt. By the way, five to three, Michigan over Illinois. Illinois is trying to come back here. I'm going to watch the end of this game here tonight because I love sports. We do love sports. But it's got an impact on my favorite team, and that's why I'm going to watch it. That's why you're watching, baby. Yep. Yep, 100%. All right, yeah, we'll see you later. We'll let you know uh, if and when we are doing anything this weekend to sort of make up for that. Josh and I have to talk about that. Uh, But next Wednesday, don't forget, we mentioned at the beginning, if you missed it, John Bishop joining us for a Wednesday night plus one on Wednesday. Yeah, that'll be fun. You got, I mean, Josh and I both know this, and maybe in different ways, but he's got some stories that he doesn't talk about uh, a ton. That'll be really good. That'd yeah, so we can real. talk about his career. We can talk about how he got into things. I would, yeah, definitely love to go over. Hey, what happened with Nebraska and various things with Nebraska? Yes. So you'll yeah, you'll be, be a good time if you don't know some of the backstories with him and uh, oh, and it's yeah. a weird. He has a, some great Steve Peterson stories, man. Just tremendous Steve Peterson stories. The really weird thing for me, and we'll get into this, is I the crazy thing is I like I don't know if grew up is the right word, but I listened to him a ton, and then he ended up being my co-host. On yeah. a radio show when I well yeah and yeah you're talking to the guys when did you guys uh, first start co-hosting a show together Jack when well was he was we were on the show together in 2006 he was kind of the sports guy and then he and then when Andy Ruback got there he made him he was like I don't know why you two aren't doing the show together so like 2008 from 2008 so basically to- you go back to 08 until now and John has been working with you and me you know in some capacity yeah. for, we were you know, we were together years. on the morning show from 2006 from two th- to 2012 so wow yeah. yeah so yeah we can talk about his decision also to leave Lincoln and come to Omaha I mean there's, there's just so much meat on that bone <laughs> oh, it's gonna give me some yeah. PTSD yeah <laughs> sorry I apologize I apologize all right hey that's it everybody thank you for uh thank you for joining us and when this goes public, uh, and it will a few days later. Sorry for the late updates on a baseball game that's days long over yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. But uh, Patreon.com. Check it out. Patreon.com slash I80Club. And if you want to be here live for the recordings, you want to be a part of the community, which I think a lot of people really enjoy, you can do that now. Three bucks a month, five bucks a month. And John, uh, excuse me, Josh and I are actually working on maybe Patreon is allowing us to do something 
uh, to even give you a little bit of preview. So we may have an announcement about that later this summer. So yes, it should be fun as yes. well. All right. Goodbye, podcasters. Have a good one. Bye.